Hey guys, I'm Anali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to Three Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through relationships of all kinds, such as dating, friendships, marriage, family relationships, and so many more. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Three Faith Podcast and like our Facebook page for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Through Faith. And I'm Manali, the other co-host. And welcome to the, is it the third episode? The third episode of the fourth season. And we are really excited to release this episode. This conversation with Kelsey was such a great conversation. She did an amazing job and I honestly just think her advice and her insight is is going to help a, a lot of people because I know it did for Manali and I um, just as far as like dating advice goes and you know hearing her and her fiance's story um, and how God worked through through them is it was beautiful um, and <laughs> this episode was a long time coming it feels like on our end because if you haven't noticed um, I am talking into the microphone, and then Manali is talking into the microphone on her phone because we recorded this intro already, and because Manali and I are so tech-savvy, um, <laughs> the audio did not pick up, and it was very, very unfortunate. Um, so we had to re-record it. It's okay because, you know, we're not going to let uh satan get the best of it and we're still gonna release it anyways so um yeah we just decided to re-record the intro um we're gonna do our best to do it again because we're usually like a one take one take duo (laughs) yes um but that's okay anyways so i'm not gonna waste time talking about that because it's all okay now but before we get into the intro and the episode and everything i'm gonna let benali um, kind of introduce us to any of you who this might be your first time listening and she's just going to go through like some episodes we've done and then she's also going to explain uh, why we chose Kelsey and how she knows Kelsey after the intro. So yeah, Manali, I'll let you take over. All right. Yeah. So um, Hannah and I have been friends for about 10 or 11 years now um we (laughs) yes we have been friends since fifth grade and now we are going or starting our junior year of college um and through being friends for so long we've walked through many of the same seasons and learned a lot from each other and um because of that we wanted to start a podcast where we could share the wisdom and knowledge that we've gained along the way and just be able to learn from other people that we bring on our podcast because that's the best part of it um but for our podcast overall we have four different uh seasons um we cover a variety of different uh general christian topics like finding identity and purpose or um developing healthy habits how to get through a breakup um so it varies anywhere between general christian topics and relationship topics um And yeah, so that is a little bit about our podcast overall. But as far as Kelsey, um, so Kelsey and I have been friends for about eight years. We grew up playing um, travel ball together, travel soccer together. And um, through that, we got to be really close. And um, 
her mom owned a I think organization is the best way to put it um where it was like therapeutic horse riding um that I was able to volunteer with a lot through middle school and some of high school and um that contributed to contributed a lot to um my testimony and just what I'm deciding to do as a career now um and so through that and just being able to work with Kelsey in a Christian environment I and grow up with her in soccer I um thought that she would be a really great person to have on and be able to share her testimony and dating and now engagement as she's a really good um and strong woman of God so no, yeah, we, we really love this episode a whole lot, and um, yeah, we really, we don't want to, like, say anything, because we don't want to, you know, we want to let her tell her story and everything, and we'll be able to kind of discuss it a little bit after, but as always, before we get into the episode, we are going to do our question of the week, and it was Manali's turn to do the question, and I know we already filmed it and everything, but I won't even lie to you, yesterday was so crazy, I don't think I even remember the question so (laughs) you can go ahead and say what your question of the week is okay so the question is what was your favorite toy growing up oh yeah okay now I do remember the question (laughs) because I remember we had a discussion about this um you go ahead and say what your answer was okay mine is or was American Girl Dolls and my Nintendo DS okay yeah and then I said mine like, I definitely, I love those, and we talked about the the games for the DS, and I was obsessed with the Super Mario Brothers game. I played it, yes. like, I restarted the game so many times. Hey! <laughs> that, one. that one, the princess games, um, the Nintendogs, or whatever it was, I love that one, too. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What were some of the games you said that you liked? Um, for de- def- for definitely, definitely the Super Mario Bros and like Super Mario Kart, but also yeah. I really liked, I had a high school musical game that was pretty cool and Legos Harry Potter, even though I could not get past the first level of it, I was, I really enjoyed it. Man, I'm, je- <laughs> I'm jealous. As much as I had, as much as I love Harry Potter now, especially, I think I would have loved that game. So I didn't even know they made that. That's pretty cool. And yeah, then we um, we both had American Girl dolls. I had one American Girl doll. And, like, it is just so crazy to me that we really made our parents spend a fortune on a doll. <laughs> that, like, For real. It was just a piece of plastic. And also, I had the matching gowns to go on the American Girl doll. Like, the pajamas. <laughs> I had the flat. <laughs> The, um, the flower gown or whatever, and it was so uncomfortable. Like, it was itchy, and honestly, I just hated it. But, I, you know, anything to match with the American Girl doll that cost, like, a hundred and something dollars. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I was. I had the um, penguin one. But it's funny now that we spent, like, or our parents spent, like, a hundred dollars now sitting in the attic just waiting right? to play with me. No, honestly, though, like, I couldn't even tell you where mine is. I know it's probably, my dad probably put it somewhere in the attics, wherever, but, yeah, it definitely, it's just collecting dust now. It's fun. Um, oh, do you remember the Cabbage Patch Kids? <gasps> oh, my God, Yes. <laughs> I cannot even tell you how many of those I had. I think I had like 
five. And, like, you look back now, and those were, like, the ugliest dolls. Oh, for real, though. <laughs> like, I don't know who came up with that. And I love them so much that when we went on vacation to Helen, Georgia, we went to the headquarters of, like, Cabbage Patch Land. Yeah. I And I'm... Yep. And I got a, a Cabbage Patch kit there. And, like, it's really... I loved it at the time, and I look back now, and it was the weirdest thing ever. Like, they literally have baby doll heads coming out of, like, the cabbage patch. I'm dead. I'm not even kidding, and it's the weirdest thing. But, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool, and I was so happy to come back with my cabbage patch kid. Like, they give you a birth certificate and everything, but it's so weird because, like, they just have all these baby dolls coming out of the, the cabbage in the patch <laughs> so weird honestly cabbage patch kids give the same energy as like polar express like it was really oh, cool yes <laughs> whenever we were little and now it's just scary no polar express oh, is one of the the scariest movies and the weirdest movies and nobody can convince me otherwise like it's iconic because it's like known as the christmas movie but when you really sit down and watch it it's weird like, it really and is. I don't like how, what's his name, Tom Hanks, I don't like how he voices, like, ten different characters. Like, that creeps me out. I know, he literally carried that movie. <laughs> or, like, the homeless guy on top of the train. I don't know, it's just so weird to me. That ended up being Santa? Right. Like, <laughs> Which just, one is it? Right, it's just so, oh, and then somebody said that he ended up, like, he was the kid, too, wasn't he? Like the main oh. character, like yeah, he was the kid or the voice inside the kid's head or whatever. The kid, the dad, the homeless guy, and then Santa. <laughs> Dang, I didn't realize he. Was, I knew he was the homeless guy and Santa. Yeah. I didn't know he was other two. No, yeah, he was the dad's voice and the voice inside the kid's head. And I want to say he was one more voiceover, but I can't remember it. And I, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't want to pay a bunch of actors. Say on a budget. Right? <laughs> But it's, like, an iconic movie and, like, whatever to each their own. But, like, it's just such a weird movie to me. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we didn't really – when we first recorded this, that went a whole different direction. And just thought of the – We cat- did not talk anything about Polar Express. No, we didn't talk about that at all. But, like, we, you know how we are. We just get talking on a conversation and roll with it. But we're not going to make this intro too long because we do want to go ahead and go and – go ahead and get into the episode because it's just so good and we absolutely loved what Kelsey had to say and everything so we are just gonna go ahead and get right into it okay guys I am gonna go ahead and let Kelsey introduce herself hey guys I am Kelsey Archer and I'm a senior at Mississippi State and I'm studying kinesiology uh, um, I just started applying to occupational therapy school, so that's kind of where I'll be next year and my plan and goal. But yeah, I grew up around Hattiesburg, so um, I grew up in a Christian family. I have great parents um, who always just taught us um, the word and just in church all the time. But um, so I was saved when I was um, nine. And went through all of that. I uh, was baptized soon after that. And um, it really did. It went smoothly after that. I just remember even as a young child just growing in my relationship with the Lord and um, just reading his word. And I guess in high school, 
um, that was still happening. I was still growing and serving in church and everything. And then my junior year and senior year, it got kind of off track, but, um, I was in a relationship that just wasn't healthy. Um, and I just kind of began to lose focus, um, in the Lord and my relationship with the Lord. Um, but I came to realize that, um, and I went to play soccer at East Central and during that time, like it pulled me out of all those high school things and just the Lord just began to kind of minister to me and like Kelsey, like I've been here the whole time, like you, um, were running away, but I, I never left and I was just having to be fully reliant on the Lord then because, um, I didn't have a lot of the friends I had in high school and the relationship I had in high school. So going into East Central, like I started completely over, which was a very good thing, but also very scary. Um, but when I finally decided just to surrender everything back to the Lord, instead of following my own desires, um, the Lord really began to work in my life and, um, gave me a lot of opportunities just to minister to others, even on my soccer team at East Central, um, and people around me. So, I just began to just see the Lord's faithfulness in that and bring me out of a season um, where I was not following him. But, um, so yeah, I got to Central, and that's where I met Garrett. So, um, well, I recently got engaged, and, and <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. Um, but Garrett definitely met me in a place where I was – not very healthy. I was obviously coming out of high school, so he was having to be very patient with me. But um, just seeing the Lord's timing in that um, and his goodness and faithfulness in that. But um, we met and played soccer together at East Central. And then, um, yeah, it went on from there. And it was just, yeah, really cool. But obviously it went well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Testimony on that. That's so sweet. I, I love that. And um, we don't have any like questions for you based off that because we know that we have a long list of questions ahead of us. So, um, but that's a little bit about who Kelsey is. And so we have some questions for her. This is part of, like we said earlier, the single dating and um, married series, which in this case it's the dating slash engaged, which yay, that's so exciting. Um, yeah. So Kelsey, if you're ready, we're going to go ahead and get into the question. So are you ready? Yeah. All right. So I'll let Manali go ahead and ask that first question. So for our first one, we have, what has God taught you in your season of dating? Um, I guess one of the main things that he's taught me is just that his time, I mean, is best. And we hear that all the time, but I've seen kind of two extremes on where um, it wasn't God's timing and I forced something to happen and it just obviously did not go well. Um, but I've also seen where, it was his timing, and because of my own fear and wanting to control things, I pushed away from even that. So just seeing, like, his timing is best, it's not my timing. And even though I definitely love to control everything in my life, but I've definitely learned that that is not how it works at all. <laughs> Us too. <laughs> um, but just saying, like, his timing is best, and he yeah. desires what is best for us, but, like, um, waiting and just seeing what God has for us like he does desire what's best for us and I know sometimes I get nervous or scared that oh well I'm not going to find anything else or um I don't know what I'm going to do and things like that but like God always has 
what's best for us in mind. And also he uses everything for good, even um, the bad things. And obviously um, I had an understanding what that looks like, but also seeing how the Lord used that for good even now, which blows my mind because like, I don't deserve that at all. But seeing how he used that for good even now that I can help other girls that are struggling in the same way. And I've just seen his faithfulness in that. Um, but also how he uses the good things for good and um, healthy relationships. And he uses that for good. Just seeing how he uses everything for our good. Um, and also just that we need him more than anything else. I think that's one thing that I would really learn in my season of dating. Um, because obviously we're humans and I'm going to let whoever I'm dating down and they're going to let me down, but my God, he's always there. He's not going to let us down, even when we let him down. But just seeing that, because if that person was taken away, uh, we've, all we have is Christ and that should be how it is regardless. It's just that we need him above any other relationship. Well, I absolutely love how you answered that question. I mean, you hit pretty much every, like every point of what it looks like to really be in a good, like godly relationship where God is the foundation and how you brought up how like you've been in a relationship where it wasn't God's timing and how there was one where it wasn't in God's timing. And I just have like a quick question about that. Like, how did you know, like, did, was it like a feeling you had when you knew it wasn't God's timing in a relationship? And then a feeling you had when you knew it was time for God's really God's timing for a relationship. Was it one of those yeah. like, um, oh, did I word that right? Where it was like, is that a feeling you got or was it more like something that was laid on your heart or, um, yeah. So I guess obviously peace is a big one. Um, yeah. and, I guess we hear that all the time, but that really is such just a comforting feeling. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, other like outside opinions and situations, all of that all came together because I knew obviously that one of these relationships was not right at all, just based on a lot of other things. And also just um, my, I also kind of based it on my growth with the Lord. So like in one of these, I didn't grow at all. And then in the other one now, like, I'm still continuing to grow. So that was definitely a big one where I knew it was God's timing and wasn't, but I think there's definitely a lot of things. I think God definitely was speaking to me and laying it on my heart, even when I was ignoring it. Um, I think other people speaking into it is very important too, because I knew, okay, that's God, you know, speaking straight to me through these people. Yeah. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of things, but you just, you really just know, mm -hmm. I think, um, going from a place of being anxious and worried all the time about one relationship to not being worried at all and just being able to relax and okay this is God's timing and I'm in the right place is very very good feeling yeah that's <laughs> awesome yeah do you have all right well then we will go ahead and move on to the second question which is how did you decipher between knowing if a man was actually a godly man or a man that just said he was a godly man Yes, so this is definitely a big, big topic for me that I can right. go on about, but... Right, us too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, and that's hard, and mm -hmm. especially down here in the South, like, everybody, <sighs> goodness, you just, it's hard to actually realize, like, who is following the Lord and who yeah. just knows about the Lord, and that is hard. Good night, but yeah. <laughs> the biggest thing, like, Actions speak louder than words, and I think that's huge. And in Matthew 7, like, it talks about we're known by our fruit, and you you will see fruit. Like, if you don't see fruit, it doesn't matter what they're saying. Like, 
that's not that's not okay. But just their actions will speak louder than their words. Um, and I think in this case, like the opinions of others do matter in in this process because I guess I've seen obviously two extremes, but I've seen where people are like, hey, like I've seen this, Kelsey. Maybe you need to be aware of this. I don't think this is right for you. Like warnings and all this. And I was like okay, but like he's telling me one thing and I'm seeing one thing. So I don't know why everybody else is seeing another thing. So that was kind of hard for me to even, I I didn't really listen to the opinions of others just because I was blinded and being unwise. But then I also have seen where like Garrett um, now, like everybody has always told me such wonderful things about him and um, how he serves the Lord and he serves others. And like, it has, I haven't had one person that's been like, you don't need to be dating him. You need to watch out. And like, that's huge to me, but that's because everybody around sees the fruit. So that is why that's so important. So I think taking people, other people in that consideration is also very important in some cases. Um, I think their personal relationship with God and their growth in that, um, is very important. Um, a big thing for me is them having a relationship with God before I start dating them. Just, like sometimes obviously there's different cases, but I think just knowing that they're pursuing the Lord on their own and it's not just because I am or not just because they want to date me is big. Um, that just shows that he's a godly man. Um, and I think another way, just the way he treats others and serves others. Um, I've always been drawn to leaders, but I guess some, obviously a lot of leaders sometimes can be arrogant and prideful, but I also don't like that at all. So I think there's definitely... <laughs> perfect medium but just leaders that serve others that's huge to me if they're serving others and are able to lead oh my goodness but (laughs) it was like but you have to be seeking the lord like to be able to do that like only the lord and the holy spirit can work in that way um but then the way he just treats my family then respects me and my boundaries and just respects my family's boundaries even that and um isn't upset when he doesn't get his way things like that uh and just his obedience to god's voice and his word i think that's huge because um um i guess just garrett one thing that i love about him is like everything we do every decision we make like he's always listening to the lord and if they're not doing that like they can tell you all they want about the Bible and their relationship with God. But if you're not reading his word and praying in big decisions and following God's voice, even when maybe it doesn't make sense, like that's definitely something that is important for sure. Oh yeah. I, I love how you brought up um, being like more of like a servant leader as one, like a leader who isn't like arrogant and like has to have their way, but one who has like a servant's heart and serves the Lord. I think that's a great way to describe a godly man too, is one who you can see it by his fruits, one who serves and not just only leads and doesn't serve others. So that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah. And the fruits thing is like a practical way to be able to like visibly see whether it is something that's going to work or not, because like, you know, whether they're producing the right kind of fruits, you're going to be able to know if they're loving correctly or respecting you correctly and like respecting your boundaries and stuff like that. But if they are producing the right kind of fruits, it's going to be easy to love and respect and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. In the correct way. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love that answer. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and move on to the third question, which is what did you look for in a significant other before you met your current fiance? Well, I guess I mentioned before, obviously, I was always drawn to leaders. I was always drawn to people who are similar, like my dad. 
So I guess that's kind of a lot of us girls. I don't yeah. know. Sometimes it's completely opposite. It always kind of depends. But for yeah. me, I've always been drawn to people who are similar to my dad. Uh, um, but just somebody who loves the Lord even more than me. And when that's visible and they're seeking the Lord, um, and obviously they put his opinions and his guidance over mine. And that's very important. Um, obviously somebody who's very hardworking. My dad is very, very hardworking. So I, that's important, especially for girls, just knowing somebody who's going to work hard and provide. Um, I always was drawn to that and looked for that. Uh, and again, like I mentioned, the way they treat others is huge. Um, for me, just the way they tr- even treat their own families, because that kind of will reflect how they're going to treat their own families. Um, so how they treat their mom and their dad and their sisters and brothers, just seeing that is huge. And I'll always pay attention to those things. Um, I think also somebody who is like not afraid to worship, which sounds weird, but like we, I just see all these guys that are like, well, I'm too, too manly. I'm too cool. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, but somebody who really is just in all of the Lord really just worships and just sees like the Lord deserves that. And a man who, sees that um but obviously it's still manly in that I just have always been drawn to that yeah no yeah that's awesome I think too with like the worship thing because that is so true because like you mentioned earlier like we live in the south and we have a lot of guys who are like oh like I'm just gonna stand here like that's not cool and we all we all worship differently like I'm not saying that but I think it is like a leadership quality how a man worships and if he can worship yes. well then that like he can lead well like that is a sign of being like a man of God and a leader that's so that's that's good yeah I completely agree with that yeah. especially since guys are timid to you know be raising their hands or like even be singing at all yeah, yeah yeah I was gonna say that's half the battle is getting a guy to <laughs> sing at all <laughs> my goodness <laughs> literally but yeah um, okay, so I guess just moving right along, question is this the fourth one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What relationships have you seen or admired that have affected the way you view relationships today? Um, so I kind of have to think about this one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot that I've seen right. um, that are both healthy and unhealthy. And mm-hmm. I guess I, I definitely watch a lot. I watch people a lot and I try to learn a lot from them, but just pulling things that, okay, I've seen this, so I'm not going to repeat this. Or I see this, and I really like this. So I think watching people who are older than us and other is very, very important, and even getting guidance from them. But um, just a few that came to my head uh, of um, grandparent figure in Hattiesburg, and they're obviously in their late 70s, but I've always just loved their relationship. Like, they're obviously getting um, older, but just the way that – um they serve each other and like it's still like it's like nothing has changed they've been married for mm-hmm. over 50 years and they're still seeking the lord together and serving each other and it's just that it's always just um encouraged me just obviously relationships that go on for a very very long time it's a blessing but um i think also my dad has five sisters but um all of them i just admired how they all they waited they waited on god's best like none of them forced anything before or um they just they they did they waited and they waited for god's timing and all of them have wonderful um godly men and beautiful families and it's that just has always amazed me because you just see a lot of other scenarios but just seeing all of them and their patience and waiting um i think somebody obviously beyond even that but 
I, I love Elizabeth Elliot. That's I love her. So me too. Me too, sister. <laughs> I love her. Their books and stories. Obviously, that's a whole ordeal. So you should read it. <laughs> their their relationship, which obviously was a little crazy at first, but them just pursuing ministry together and like they <laughs> they both went on the mission field and. They weren't even together at that point, but they also just continued to follow the Lord and the Lord used it and brought them together. And they were faithful in that. Um, and even when Elizabeth Elliot, like she lost her husband, seeing her reliance on the Lord, like that relationship really has just shaped a lot of my ideas and just shown me what the Lord expects and things like that. But yeah, no, I am. So glad you brought up Elizabeth Elliot. I love her. <laughs> I love, I've read, um, have you read Passion and Purity? Yes. Oh, so good. I like that one. That one's really yes. good. Um, it, actually, that one's not really talking too much about their relationship, but it does, it mentions it, it's part of the story. Yes. So if you haven't read it, to the people listening, go read it. It's a good book. Yes. Oh, um, she's the best. No, she is. But, um, I hate to like go back to a question, but I had a question that I thought of after you said it and I completely forgot to ask it. Um, and that was the question that was, what did you look for in a significant other before you met your current fiance? Um, is there something that like, or like an expectation or a standard that you had, um, for a guy that like, whenever he came along, like you had to like change that standard a little bit, or like you had like an unrealistic expectation or anything like that, or was it like, like you knew that was the man God had for you and he met all of your expect or not to say like, Oh, he didn't meet all my expectations, yeah, but am yeah. I making sense? <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I guess because yeah. we all like even growing up, we're like, okay, he has to have this. Yes, right. This, right. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like we're, we can right. be, especially as girls, we can be like very picky. We all have like that yeah. list in our notes and our phone. Like he has to be this and this and this. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. And even, yeah, definitely. I guess I just had, um, I'm, not, I'm trying to even think. I did have just all these expectations and just realizing, like, okay, maybe this is a little too detailed. You know, you're kind of mm -hmm. like, okay, that yeah. was a little crazy. But yeah. um, I think, well, I mean, I think a big thing, I always, when I was younger and everything, I was like, oh, I want somebody who makes a lot of money. I'm going to marry somebody who's <laughs> a doctor or mm -hmm. something like that. But, I'm marrying a youth pastor, which obviously is, I love That's it. Amazing. Like, I know yeah. it's different, but like, even in that, I had to be like, okay, well, you know what? Mm -hmm. I love ministry, like, and the Lord's yeah. going to provide, and it's going to be okay, even if we're not both, you know, making all this money. But yeah. I think that was definitely something that, which obviously I love it now, and I wouldn't want it any different. So, mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. But that's, a, I mean, that's a good point within itself. Like, you know, yeah. I, I love that you're confident in like the Lord is going to provide and like you both rest in that. Like you may not know where you're going or where you're going to end up, but you both rest in knowing that the Lord has you. So that's amazing. Yes. Okay. So we are going to go ahead and pick up on the fifth question, which is what are the pros and cons of a season of singleness versus a single, a season of dating? Yeah. So obviously Seasons are crucial in our growth, and even in Ecclesiastes 3, it says, like, there's time for everything, and a season for everything under the heavens, and that's been a verse that's been highlighted to me, and just that I've learned from just that seasons, seasons are good, and sometimes they're painful, and sometimes, like, we're, we don't like them very much, but um, they're crucial for our growth, so just in every season, like, just seeing, okay, what's the Lord teaching me here, what is he trying to show me here? 
Um, but I'm just trying to think of like my season of singleness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the pros just, it does, it allows you to focus on your own spiritual growth and your own healing and things like that, which I've always been like, oh no, I'm not going to think about myself. I'm only going to think of others. But like, if you're going to think of others, like you have to think about your own relationship with God mm-hmm. and your own healing and growth. Like that's crucial. And that definitely doesn't need to be ignored. And I had to kind of learn that um, because I just thought it was selfish, but it's not. It actually will end up helping others more. (laughs) But um, I mean, it is, you can't really be in a relationship, a healthy relationship without having a healthy relationship with the Lord and just being healthy within yourself. Um, So singleness, I think that definitely gives you a time to do that. I guess it just gives you more time and with family and your friends. And that, obviously that's kind of a hard balance even when you're dating. It's yeah. like a date. Like, well, I have a boyfriend. I have my family and my friends. Like who do I hang out with? But like, right. and that gets stressful for me because I just want to hang out with everybody and make everybody right. happy. But right. There's good things in both. I think there's a good balance while you're dating to still have, like I have so many friends and I hang out with them all the time. Like, and it's never, gotten in the way of anything but I've also seen where I only focused on a relationship and left all my friends out to the side and that was not good Mm -hmm. but I think being single like you don't really worry about that like you're you can be friends with everyone you're not really worried about anybody else um Mm -hmm. and focusing on your friends family and things like that I also think obviously there's a lot of ministry opportunities that singles have that people in relationships don't really have so I mean I've seen this we have a great example we have Paul and he single and he went through all this ministry and so just there's lots of like that um in singleness but I mean dating I mean it's fun (laughs) it's fun fun to have somebody there it's fun to do things with them and bring them home to your family so uh, yeah there I think in two in dating um one of the pros it's good to see the differences it's good to learn and to grow in those things it's good to see Good things, good to see bad things. So I think growth, I grew so much while I was dating, but then I also grew so much when I was single. So I, I think really there's just so many pros and cons to both. And really just, like I said, like trusting God in each season and just really being aware, okay, God, what are you going to teach me in this season? And just being okay with that because yeah. he will. And he's very faithful in all seasons. So that's encouraging. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, like you mentioned like in your season of singleness was there ever a time like that you felt like oh my gosh like I just feel like I'm waiting and waiting for like God to send me somebody or like did you ever get discouraged or did you ever doubt maybe that like there was somebody out there that met the expectations you had or anything like that oh yeah definitely and I guess all of us kind of struggle with that I guess we see relationships even girls are like, hey, well, what's wrong with me? Like, why why am I not dating anybody right now? Because, mm. um, I mean, I didn't even start dating at all until high school. So all before that, I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. Am I ever going to date or am I ever going to find somebody who actually loves the Lord and things like that? But even coming out of the high school relationship and coming into college, I was like, okay, great. I'm never going to find a guy that is actually, you know, following the Lord. Like, they're not out there. And so I was yeah. just like, okay. but just seeing like again the worst timing but um yeah I definitely did struggle with that 
for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that can just be like encouraging to some girls too, is like seeing like, I guess you call it like a success stories, like some girls get so discouraged like being in this like waiting season and like you start and the longer you wait you start to wonder like oh my gosh like does this man actually exist or you know so I'm glad that like you're able to testify that God will provide in his timing and that's his timing yeah for sure yeah all right well I guess we will go ahead and move to our last question so Manelli if you read that um what are some things that you've learned through dating that can help dating couples and people in their season of singleness? Yeah, so I think first, like, it's completely okay to be single. Nothing's wrong with you. Like, you haven't done anything wrong. Like, it's okay. So don't be afraid to be single because I think that's one thing I struggled with. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't be single. I'll be alone, and I'll never find anybody else. But, like, don't be afraid of that. Like, embrace that. Like, it's okay. Um, it's a good thing, actually. Um, and, again, like I said before, like, it will come, and, God's timing is perfect, and, like, I wish so bad that I would have waited for his timing when I got to East Central and met Garrett and things like that, so, like, it, it will come, and the Lord's faithful in that. Um, yeah, that's hard. Waiting's hard, but, like, don't get up. Don't get caught up and just find up one because it's very important just to seek the Lord above all else, and that's not just in dating. That's in everything and every decision we make um, and our future plans, but I surrendered in to the Lord and his guidance and his plan and just really began to seek him and nothing else around me and nothing of this world like everything else began to fall into place um Garrett came into my life in that time I had godly friends that were coming into my life like I had clarity on my future plans and just how all that just lined up that's just when I was seeking the Lord so I just encourage even in dating and seeing it's like seek the Lord above all else um I think some other advice that I've just kind of learned, but I guess in my head, um, I've always thought, okay, well, with ministry and things like that, I have to find somebody who it matches completely with mine. Like it has to be perfect. It has to be the same thing. Um, but that really wasn't the case. Like me, I've always been drawn to like international missions. I love international um, students, even at Mississippi State, and I've just really been drawn to that, and just going overseas, and I've always had that in my head, so in my head, I was like, okay, I have to find somebody who's doing the same thing, mm-hmm. and like, like Garrett, he obviously right now is called to youth ministry here in Mississippi, and like, he's obedient in that, and like, I appreciate that about him, like, he, he's like, this is where the Lord has us, and if the Lord calls us overseas, we'll go overseas, but I have to wait on his voice, but just like that's okay. Like I, I even like told Gary's like this probably is not going to work out because you're not wanting to go overseas next year. And then he was like, eh, hold on. So just so uh, like that's not a bad thing. Like we obviously right now have two completely different ministries, but we're both doing the same thing. We're bringing glory to God and obeying Matthew twenty eight, the Great Commission, and sharing the gospel. So I think. Like, don't be afraid of that, even if, and it might not relate to anybody else, but, like, it's okay that we don't both have the exact same plans right now and callings, because the Lord brings that together. Like, bring glory to God in everything we do. So, like, Garrett and I are doing that, and it will meet up, and it will come together, and the Lord's going to be faithful in that, Um, and wherever he tells us to go, we will go, but... And then do date for marriage. And we hear that all the time. But, like, if you don't put yourself marrying this person, like, oh, my goodness, please, just don't waste your time. Like, that that really is the goal. And um, it doesn't have to all just be, well, 
all heavy all the time and it, but like really like look, look at these things that's what dating's for but dating for marriage um is important but i think the main thing in both seasons i think bring glory to god when you're single and bring glory to god when you're dating and when we do that like the lord will honor that so in both seasons and they're both very very good seasons for sure and just again trusting his timing and seeing what the lord has to teach us but yeah yeah i I love that you talked about how y'all have different callings, but, and like, that's okay. And like, but that's what matters most is that you're both bringing glory to God. I love that you, you mentioned that. It's the same thing as saying like, you know, you can worship differently, but as long as you're worshiping God, then that's okay. Right. So I love that. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing because, you know, we have like expectations of like what our worship look like or like even looking at our dads and like, how Mm -hmm. does our dad worship? Like that's what we should be looking for in a man. But as long as we're all bringing the same goal, which is glory to God, then that's all that matters. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Well, that is all the questions that we have. We did leave that last part open for you. If you want to take that and say literally anything you want, you can, or you don't have to. Totally up to you. I mean, yeah, I think we definitely covered a lot, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, we did. Um, well, thank you, Kelsey, for joining us today. I'm going to go ahead and let you say bye to the podcast. We won't hang up on you just yet, but we are going to say bye to the podcast. So, all right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Well, I absolutely loved that conversation with Kelsey. And we say it every episode um, that, like, oh, this is probably one of our favorites. But to be honest, all of the episodes with all of our guests are, you know, our favorites (laughs) I feel like yes um and I loved specifically how she talked about in her conversation just how God worked in her heart and how he worked in her fiance's heart and specifically their story um as she mentioned is that she thought God's plan for her life was going to go in a different direction like she thought she was going to go do like international missionary work and um now she's about to marry a youth pastor and you know that mm-hmm. just kind of didn't you know fall into place but the peace that God has given her from that is truly like amazing to me um yeah. And just because, you know, like we stress all the time about things um, that God has either put on our heart or that he hasn't put on our heart. And the fact that like she thought she was going to go one direction, but she's so at peace, even though like they may not have the same callings on their heart. Like she's at peace and is like, you know, if one day God lays a calling, you know, on our hearts that kind of aligns, then okay. But like she's okay with them having different callings. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I completely agree that that was a really good point just to, you know, let go and let go because he's going to figure it out. But also, I really like how she brought up, um, like, standards that she had before she had met Garrett. And then God started working in her heart and showing her, like, you know, Kelsey, this is what I think you need. This is what you're going to need for the future. And molded those expectations and those standards to the man that God had for her. So I think... That's something that especially um, young Christian girls need to hear is that, you know, we can have all these expectations for people or just for general life things that um, that God's going to change because he knows what is best for us. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I like how, 
you know, speaking of standards, like, she is proof of what it looks like when girls actually, like, keep the standards that, you know, God places on their heart and that, like, yes, a guy um, who meets those standards does exist. And I feel like they're definitely, definitely living proof of that. So that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, we had a great conversation with her. um, And we are going to go ahead and kind of move into our what God has been teaching us. And if you listen to our intro, you know, we already recorded it, but we had technical issues and it was just kind of crazy. But that's okay because we're here now. And I honestly, I had to think about I was like, what did I even say yesterday? (laughs) Um, I think I do remember. But do you want to go first or do you want me to? I can go first. Okay, go for it. Okay, so what God has been teaching me, um, last episode I kind of talked about um, just being grateful for this time that I was in, and I'm still just as grateful, but um, just kind of waiting for those doors to be, like, fulfilled, I guess, Um, because I know God's opened some doors, but I haven't been able to walk through them yet. I'm just kind of sitting there waiting, so just kind of in this little season of waiting right now Yeah, for those opportunities to follow through. Yeah, kind of that, like, learning patience and, (laughs) you know, um, I think we all kind of go through those waiting seasons, and they're never exactly just, like, fun. (laughs) Um, No, not Yeah, especially, like, people like me who hate to learn patience, but, you know, he always knows when we we need it the most, but, um, yeah. That is true. Yeah. Um, I think for me, because, you know, talking about, like, what we talked about last episode is I had kind of said that, you know, I was just kind of thanking God for opening a bunch of doors at one time, but it also, like, overwhelmed me a little bit. Um, Yeah. And so now I've kind of gotten to a place to where it was like doors had kept opening and now I've found myself in a place where I keep trying to open even more doors that God is not wanting me to open yet or open at all um and I just that's I think is just kind of that like ambitious quality about me (laughs) um I always like to kind of like go 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 and I like to keep going for like the next thing and the next thing and you know I just I tend to add a lot to my plate when I don't even need to but I do um and so I think God's just been trying to teach me to take one thing at a time and focus on one thing at a time and to only let him be in control of the doors that are open in my life and not me um I think is definitely what I've been learning the past past few weeks for sure um but yeah yeah that's that's definitely something that we all go through for sure so Mm -hmm. being able I think that's what I really like about doing like the what God's been teaching you because I mean we're able to talk about things that we're all struggling with as Christians one time or another if not multiple times you know and you know it's it's hard to be like real about because you know there are going to be some episodes where we come on here and we're like you know I'm going through a really hard season right now and God's teaching me this or, you know what I mean? Like, it's not always going to be like, you know, because I mean, gosh, if we, I don't even remember when we started the, what God's been teaching us. But I think when we first started, like I was in a much different place than I am now. And like, you know, whenever we first started doing this, I was like, you know, like I'm trying to figure out what God's teaching me. Like I'm not in like a great place. And now you can fast forward to now 
and I'm like, I want to give God praise because of this and this, you know? So it's just cool to see that. And, you know, there's going to be ups and downs, but the thing that has remained the same and what God's been teaching us is God is always good and he always pulls us through. So. Yes. Preach it, sister. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Amen. All right. Well, we are going to go ahead and wrap it up here and we are going to pray that this audio goes through, which I think it's going to now. I think we got the technical support out. Um, So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here and yeah. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys.